The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Della Tour, and this week we have a story from photographer and erotic artist Kirsten Mohan. I hope I didn't scare you. I get a bunch of emails over the past week or more because we didn't put out a podcast last week. And I did mention in the last podcast before that that I was going to take a break. So I tried to let you know, but I guess I didn't hit that hard enough, did I? I'm not gone. You can't kill me. (laughs) I have been working with a new business coach, and she's pretty awesome. Her name is Naomi, and I just love working with her. And she gets me. Like, I can say fucked up shit, and she just goes, hang on, let me sit down. Go ahead and tell me. Oh, she loves my business. And that's incredible. How lucky am I? I Honestly, I talked to a business coach five years ago who said, well, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to stop doing body storytelling. And I was like, that's what I do. And she was like, no, no, if you're ever going to be taken seriously, you have to stop doing this show. And hitting 16 years, it's I've watched over the years as things have tightened, as brands have gotten more brand safe, as this has gotten harder because we're not allowed to talk about pleasure. I mean, if you look at some of the restrictions on social media and other places, the limitations are on talking about pleasure. And that's what this is about. Body storytelling is about pleasure and joy and expressing yourself, being who you truly are. And that battle has gotten tougher. So as I sat there and said to my business coach, Naomi, okay, I did my 16-year show and I told them this might be the last one. I don't know if I can keep fighting these sex negative vibes. I don't know if I can keep fighting live events post-COVID, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Um, We sat there and talked about it, and eventually, somehow, the topic of oracle cards came up. (laughs) And I'm from the South, so, you know, I'm not super woo. But being from the South, I am a little superstitious. So that means that I believe in omens. And I'm like, okay, let's treat it like an omen. I don't know what to do. Let's ask oracle cards. (laughs) 
can't believe I say words like that. And it was freaky. It was really freaky how accurate these things were. I'm going to probably post pictures of the cards. She sent me pictures of the deck and the cards. But the final card, which is, what do you do? What's the future? What happens next? Just said in really big letters, take a break. It did not say quit. It said take a break. And I mean, am I supposed to take a break until I feel like I don't need to take a break anymore? How the fuck do you know when you don't need to take a break anymore? So I just, you know, took a week off and I still have to pay my rent in San Francisco. I still have to pay my $450 utility bill this month. What the fuck? It is pouring rain outside. My house is freezing, even though the utility bill is insane. And I still have to figure out what I'm gonna be when I grow up, apparently. So I'm kind of like floundering in the middle, as I have been for quite a while. And (laughs) I have a dear friend who called me out of the blue right about the time as I'm sitting there going, what do the oracle cards want me to do? And a friend had been suggesting for a while, Dix, why don't you start a Substack? And if you don't know what a Substack is, it's sort of like a newsletter. It's sort of like a podcast. You can go audio, you can go video, you can go written, you can go all three if you want, I guess. And I'm trying to figure out a way if I can incorporate a way for people to respond to me via it. So I send out a newsletter that is a podcast and then you could tell me what you think or you can give me advice or let's see if we can make that work. Technology, not my strength. But I went ahead and signed up and created a Substack, and it's going to be me figuring out what's next. Me battling sex negativity, me doing research on how to change body. What should I do next? What works? What doesn't? And at the same time, it's going to be a little bit of me dealing with the fact that I've got to be happy and I've got to figure out how to find my own joy. (laughs) So I have some plans for how I'm going to do that and I'm going to chronicle it in my Substack. I put one post out on social media in the middle of the day and immediately had a ton of people sign up and some of them paid for it and I was like, That's not what I expected. I basically wanted advice on whether it was a good idea. And I guess since I believe in omens, that was a good idea. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes for this episode. If you'd like to sign up for that journey, it's called the Dixie Ramble. So many people have told me they like the ramble more than the stories sometimes. And as hard as that is to understand, I'm just going to accept it. So if you want to hear about me figuring out what's next and how to be happy and how to find my joy, there you go. Understanding your desires and indulging in pleasure has never been easier or more accessible because now there's Bloom. Bloom is an intimate audio platform that can help you take your pleasure to new heights. You know, I love a good sexy story. And I believe that listening to stories can open us up to new experiences. At Bloom, you can nourish your deepest desires with plot-based audio erotica, dirty talk stories, guided masturbation sessions, and more. And Bloom isn't just for solo pleasure. 
Their guided sex episodes and affirmations can help you connect with your partners on a deeper level. Plus, right now, Bloom is offering body storytellings listeners up to 50% off a subscription when you use the code BODY at bloomstories.com. Oh, and here's something cool. Bloom Stories also sync with Lovin's toys to offer you a truly immersive experience, which means you can feel every intimate moment in their stories. How hot is that? When you go to bloomstories.com and use the code BODY, you'll save up to 50% off a premium subscription. Nourish your desires by signing up for free today and listen to a selection of free stories and hundreds of samples from the entire Bloom catalog. And if you want to unlock all full episodes, upgrade to premium using the promo code B-A-W-D-Y. You'll be supporting this podcast and get access to tons of erotic stories. That's bloomstories.com and use the code BODY. The link's in the episode description. Why don't y'all just listen to the story and I'll stop telling you about the story. Somebody talking about a story? Who gives a fuck about a story? Tell the story. It's not that meta, Dixie. You love the ramble. (laughs) Once upon a time, I went to the grocery store. I got some heavy whipping cream and some Major Dickinson's coffee. That's my week. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Okay. (laughs) Do you know I got a review this week that says... She's totally worth it. I don't give a fuck about the stories. I just love listening to her talk about her life. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? I never shut the fuck up. My podcast producer is like, would you like to let me know when you're done talking? I'm like, it's a podcast. I'm supposed to talk. I don't know. I don't know when I'm supposed to talk. I think it's about talking, isn't it? I have no idea. All right, next storyteller. How about that? Okay. Our next storyteller is from right here in Seattle. Here's one of the most important things about this story. She told it at a comedy club in front of a bunch of Republicans and they hated her guts. She is an erotic artist, a photographer, and she perfor- and she is known as Butterfly Engine, and this is her first time getting on stage for Body. Please give it up for Kirsten Mohan. Make some noise! I'm a little bit shorter than everybody else, so I had to move it down. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so do you. Uh, so my story takes place, uh, it's 2010. I'm living in this adorable little brick bungalow in West Seattle, living this kind of zany lifestyle, and I live with my older brother Patrick, and my two extremely rambunctious and creative toddlers. So, 
We have like kind of a crazy life. Um, and my brother and I, we get along super well. Like we didn't get along very well when we were kids, but as adults, we have like the same dirty sense of humor. So like our favorite things to do is like for birthdays and Christmas, like even at like the family parties, like at grandma's house for Christmas, like if we're participating in a gift exchange with each other, we used to wrap all of our presents in the stranger escort ads. <laughs> and we would pick like the best and like most outrageous ones for like prime placement on the package. And like one time I was living out of state in Montana and he sent me this newspaper clipping and it's like not, nothing else. There's no like note or explanation. There's just a cutout from the I Anonymous column of the stranger with the words rocketing ass geyser highlighted. So that lived on my fridge for like years. And when I got out of my first long-term relationship, he gave me the vice guide to sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah. Which, if you don't know, is like a best of a Vice magazine from the 90s. <laughs> so there's some classics in there. Oh, we've got a visual, we have a visual aid. Yeah. <laughs> there's the actual book. And uh, so it's got the vice guide to eating pussy, the vice guide to giving head. It's also got this really funny story that is me and Patrick's favorite, which is this story about a girl who had to go to the ER because she got an eight inch dildo named Luther stuck up her butt. <laughs> so that's like a fam favorite between us. <laughs> so we're like really close. We've been through good times together. We've also been through some really hard times. And actually the year before that, um, my husband had passed away while we all lived together. And so honestly, having my brother there, like, I don't think I would have gotten through that whole time without him. And having someone else, like, you know, when your life is just like so fucked up that all you can do is like stand back and laugh at how fucking ridiculous your shit has gotten. Yeah. <laughs> so my life was a lot of that. <laughs> and I was really glad to have Patrick around. <clears throat> but, so, husband death was 2009, now it's 2010, and I'm not even 30 yet, so like, I'm starting to feel ready to get laid again, starting to think about my sensuality, reconnect with my body. Thank you. And uh, very quickly I realized that my entire collection of sex toys is now like a total no-go. Because every single one of those toys reminds me of my dead husband, which is like a big boner killer, guys. So I decide, as like a supreme act of self-care, <laughs> that I'm gonna throw away all of the toys that I have, and I'm gonna treat myself to like a whole new collection, all at once. I deserve it. <laughs> so I head on down to Babeland, my favorite store. And as many of you who cheered know, like, this place is the best. They're, like, supremely helpful. 
all the toys are like out on display. Yes, you can like touch them. You can see how squishy they are. You can turn them on and see what kind of sounds they make. The people that work there are like super knowledgeable. They'll tell you all about like, this is great for this and this is great for that. And oh, I was using this with my girlfriend last weekend and she came eight times. Sold, right? So I'm like having my pretty woman shopping spree moment. Like everything I like is going in the basket. Like I think I walked in there and was like, I'm gonna need a basket. I don't know if that's a thing you guys do, but like I need, we're going for volume here. So like cordless Hitachi wand, definitely. Really cute little Lilu, like teal, waterproof, silicone, little G-spot vibe, yes please. This like twirly thing, I don't even know what the brand was, but it was like all cute and bendy and like made for your G-spot. I'm like, okay. Cute little like clit vibe with like floral etchings on it. I'm like, yeah, we fancy, we can do this. I'm like, literally everything that's like catching my eye is going in the basket. I'm like, I got like a um, little like strap-on starter kit with... <laughs> Like a little stretchy harness and this very cute purple dildo with like a removable like little like corded remote control vibe you can like put in and out of it. Like I'm getting all the things you guys. I get the massage candle. I get of course the biggest thing of like the really expensive organic lube because I deserve the best. <laughs> so I take all my purchases up to the counter. I'm like very excited. I've just been having the greatest time. And of course the cashier is very excited too as she's ringing up this like very expensive transaction. And as we're getting to the end of it, she like starts, she's just like so grateful. Like, thank you so much for coming in today. I'm so happy we've been able to help you out. Like, here's a free tote bag that gives you a lifetime 15% off in store anytime you bring it. And she even throws in like a little like lipstick like bullet vibe yes. that's like cordless. And she's like, I swear to God, this thing is like shockingly powerful. You're gonna love it. I'm just gonna throw it in for you. Like, just take it. <clears throat> so I go home. I'm like super excited. I'm filled with like hope and optimism. <laughs> My world is about to change. And also around this time, I've just, like, I'm getting back into the dating world and I've met this, like, really hot young 22-year-old at a party. And he has, like, a tasty treat, you guys. He's, like, like if Timothy Chalamet and, like, young Bob Dylan had a love child, that would be this guy. Like... He's like tall, he's got like dark curly hair that's like falling over his like big brown eyes. And super sexy. He's also an amazing chef, a talented musician. Like as far as I can tell so far from the two times we've hung out, his two favorite things to do are to like serenade me naked in the morning and then make me eggs benedict in bed. So this guy's like winning. Oh, and he's also, he's like 22, but he's very like open-minded and pretty kinky. So I'm like, yes. Every young widow should have this hot of a rebound. 
So it's date number three. I have this whole new collection of sex toys that I'm very excited about. We get back to my place. And so of course, I like lay them all out. Like I'm giving him the tutorial. Like this one's great for the G-spot and here's the power button and here's how you change the different modes. And this one actually vibrates on both sides. So like here's the button to make it go back and forth or you can like pick which side. And, so he very patiently sits through my entire tutorial <laughs> about my whole collection of toys. And then we start getting busy. And it is so hot, you guys. Like, we're making out. He's like, teasing me. He's kissing me all over my body. Yeah, so good starts going down on me, and he's like teasing me with that G-spot toy, starts using that on me, and I'm like, oh, yes. We are in for some times. And then he flips me over, and he starts fucking me from behind, and it is like so hot. And then he's teasing my ass with like a little vibrator, like feeling it back there, like, oh, he's getting sassy. <laughs> and then I hear, Oh, fuck. Excuse me? This is not the right way to say, oh, fuck, in a sexual context. I want to hear, oh, fuck. Not, oh, fuck. Like, I can tell something's wrong. So I'm looking back at him and I'm like, um, oh fuck, what? And he very sheepishly looks at me and says, your ass just ate that toy. Like, I've just, I've just laid out a whole fucking buffet for this guy, and almost everything in it is, like, some twirly fucking, like, double-ended, like, has a cord. Like, what did this guy choose? He chose the fucking free bullet vibe. Which is, by the way, as described... Shockingly powerful. <laughs> now, as you guys can see, I'm like not a huge person, but at this point, I'm like recovering from grief. So I was extremely small. Like I think I clocked in at like 102 pounds soaking wet. So I'm like a tiny, 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 tiny person with a very loud vibrator <laughs> in my ass. And there are no longer the sounds of sex to make that not awkward. <laughs> so as you can imagine, we were both like instantly filled with panic. My mind, of course, immediately goes to this story and the vice guide that my brother had given me. 
And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to end up at the ER like that girl. That's going to be me. I'm terrified. He's like frantically texting his friends and like Googling. Like, oh, So scared. So I hop out of the bed, and before I run off to the bathroom to take care of things on my own, I grab my trusty copy of the Vice Guide, open it to the article about the girl getting the sex toy stuck up in her butt, hand it to him, and say, Here's some reading material. I'm gonna let you learn a thing or two. I'm going to go see if I can take care of this in the bathroom. And I'm like trying to act calm. Again, very loud vibrator. Still buzzing inside of me. And he's like, um, the internet recommends that you squat and jiggle. Do you want any help? I did not. I'm like, this is date three. I am not trying to get to this level of intimacy with this guy yet. I am going to take care of this on my own. It's fine. So off I trot to the bathroom the whole time. And I'm like frantic, you guys. Like, I'm squatting. I'm jiggling. I'm like trying everything. I'm like chugging my children's laxatives. Hoping that will help the situation. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> eventually, I realized that like uh, I am not relaxed, and there is no way that like this is happening right now. So the only thing I can think of to do, because again, still awkward, still buzzing. So I go back into my bedroom where young Ben is still frantically texting friends shamefully looking for a solution. I'm like, you know what? I think uh, we just need to like put a movie on. Drown out the sounds of me vibrating. Give me some time to relax. And maybe things will work out on their own. And or there's always the children's laxatives. Take it. And... Uh, so we, we get into bed and we put on his favorite movie, Zoolander. <laughs> Apparently there is more to life than being ridiculously good looking. So we're watching the movie and he is like happily quoting away. He's stoked. His mind is off of me. Shortly after that, he just passes out from like stress exhaustion. <laughs> So now he's finally like unconscious. I'm starting to relax. And I decide, okay, we'll give it another try. So I go into the bathroom, squat and jiggle a little bit more. And oh my God, success! And this toy pops out of my ass into the toilet, of course still vibrating, now violently in my toilet, and it's like duh, 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 like all over the place, like popcorn exploding in the toilet, but it's just this one vibrator going like everywhere. So like fish it out of the toilet, throw it on the shelf next to it, wash my hands, 
I'm so exhausted, you guys. That was a whole ordeal. <laughs> Climb into bed, put, back, put the movie back on, pass out. Next morning, Ben is like, like we wake up, it's so awkward. He's like so excited to leave. <laughs> I'm excited for him to leave. <laughs> I've never been so excited for such a hot guy to get the fuck out of my house in my entire life. <laughs> Just so happy I survived. And so like the whole ordeal is over. Things, you know, calm down. And a couple hours later, my brother comes into my room wondering why the fuck I thought it was just totally chill to like leave my sex toys in the bathroom. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, sorry about it, bro. It was a really stressful night. Uh, that toy, we're gonna go ahead and call him Luther Jr. from now. Say something to Then I take it out and wipe it off Eat it, ate it, love it, hate it Overstated, underrated Everywhere I've been Can you wiggle, wiggle for the B-O-double-G again? Wiggle, 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 wiggle
That song was Wiggle by Jason Derulo featuring Snoop Dogg. I need to ask for your help to keep body going right now. I'm scrambling to keep this thing going after a financially devastating 2022. And it's not just me. I'm hearing this from so many other venues and live shows. Live theater took a serious hit and weird little independent events like body just can't keep up. But with your assistance, Body storytelling can continue despite hard times. This is my life's work, and I want these stories to be heard. I believe everybody has a story. That's our mark on the world. And that our stories, especially the intimate ones, help us understand and connect to one another. There's no other place like this where you can get a standing ovation for your honesty and vulnerability. So I need to ask, can you help? Every dollar you send our way is greatly appreciated. This week, if you can, make a one-time donation to Body Storytelling on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. You can even do it on Buy Me A Coffee. The best way to support Body is ongoing support through Patreon. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash body. Thank you for considering it. And if you're already a Patreon supporter, thank you for your ongoing support. I just got a review from Germany, and it says, listen, I look forward to this podcast every week. Hi, there's a lot of eyes in there. Hi, quality content. Can't get enough. Thank you to the listener who took the time to write a review. You know, a lot of work goes into doing a podcast. And to know that you took the time to let me know that you like the podcast makes it all worthwhile. So if you could... Subscribe, rate, review the podcast. It makes it worth it. And it means we're more likely to continue. Thank you in advance for doing that. And while I'm thanking people, I should thank the team that make this podcast possible. Thank you to Mosa Maxwell-Smith, Donald Mooney, David Grossoff, Ty McKenzie, Roiland James, and podcast producer Roman Din Houtaker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. And this has been episode 265 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Oh,